Hey everybody, welcome to How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb, a podcast where we talk about performers' worst nightmares on stage bombing. I'm he- I'm Luke. I'm Luke Fagenbush. <laughs> <laughs> he's and Luke and he's here. Yes. Don't bomb on stage, bomb on your own podcast. <laughs> Bro, okay. these are our intros. These this are- is what we do here. All right. Let's start off on the wrong foot. <laughs> yeah, that that uh, right foot? Right. Put it back a step. <laughs> the right foot feels wrong. <laughs> this is Lauren Hutton, and the amount of times that people, my friends bond by roasting me, and just going up and up every day. This is my other friend. <laughs> We're not even doing an intro. We're just still laughing. <laughs> I told you, bro. This is what we do. This is what we do. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Tell I, the folks yeah. about you and all your ness. Hey, how's it going, everybody? My name I is like uh, David Chimisaro. I am a stand-up comic here in the Cincy scene, and I'm yes. a guy who also likes movies and stuff. Check and making out. movies? And making movies. Yeah, I made a short film called Our Baby Knows. We'll check it out on Vimeo. It's pretty dope. <laughs> and I'm hanging out with some friends today. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude. That's what a podcast intro is supposed to sound like. Right? We should take (laughs) notes. I told myself. (laughs) You see? (laughs) See, Luke? (laughs) Enjoy the episode, everybody. Like or- anyone can get a restraining order <laughs> against you. That's how the law works. <laughs> <laughs> Probably actual imaginary friends would have a lot more red tape to go through. Oh yeah, because they're imaginary. But you can get an imaginary restraining order. An imaginary restraining order. I think that's just called being blocked on Instagram. <laughs> If somebody's psycho, <laughs> you, you are banished from my imagination. <laughs> you are banished from my imagination, or so you think. <laughs> Dude, three other accounts. <laughs> People are real weird, <laughs> aren't they? Yeah, they are, dude. I've never met anyone that's weird. Everyone that I've ever met has been completely normal. Super I no normal. What you're about. <laughs> yeah. Every single person that I have ever come in contact with, I'm just like, yeah, this makes perfect sense. Well, everything <laughs> is fine. Everything <laughs> is fine. Knowing everything you and your friends, you might have just normal has become weird to you. Oh, like, for sure. Yeah. Like, you just I don't mean, know anyone normal. So I spent like, five years hanging out with absolute weirdos that were chasing a dream. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I would say my spectrum for what is strange has been completely skewed. <laughs> yeah, but dude, if you hang out around of like, what's normal though? Like the step for like the Stepford wives? Because, <laughs> right, right? It's right. like normal is that and then, then you get around it and it's like, yo, this is real weird. <laughs> like, <laughs> My baseline no, is Stone you. Snyder. That's where I start in it. If you're different right? from that you're weird that's what i'm saying dude like i was exposed to him so early that like my baseline for strangeness started at a 2020 it was oh, just yeah. like no no <laughs> you, you can't surprise me anymore i watched 
uh, this lady, or actually, I don't know. It was a person with long hair, and it was a very skinny body. Yeah. I watched them fold themselves in half, get hit by a car, and then walk away as if nothing happened. What? Yeah, on 6th Street. Or no, Guest Street coming Wait, off of 6th Street. Wait, they folded themselves in half before getting hit by a yeah, car. Yeah, I mean, like, it was like a yoga move. Like, it, at the waist, just walking straight up, and then stopped, and then just folded in half. And then a car came out of the marathon and blasted them, and they just got up and walked on like nothing happened. No, 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 no. And no, I just no, went no, to work. No, 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 I just no. had to go to work when that happened. I was like, is all right. Is this why Kentuckians are this way? Because this is just Tuesday to y'all? <laughs> is this what happens on a Tuesday? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> oh, God. I'm learning so much right now about how the world works. It's <laughs> I was exposed to a lot at that guest street parking lot back, back when our fleet of vans used to have to be parked there, and that's where my day started. Oh, oh dear Lord. Where? do you go from here (laughs) (laughs) that's insanity dog that's insanity (laughs) that's not even that's not even the weirdest thing that i saw at that at that place sure because you said that so calmly (laughs) as if it was like oh yeah just off the cuff here's a thing that happens that was the opener we're five minutes into the episode and i'm just like yeah bitch folded herself in half and got blasted just walked away (laughs) and then it's like yep Yep. Yeah. Oh my yeah. God. A <laughs> lot of lot of weird human activity there. That's the that first was... place I ever saw hate crime. Oh, yep. Yeah. In yeah. Kentucky. Oh. Surprise. No, this is Cincinnati. This is Cincinnati. Guest Street. Like Oh, what? Like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty I keep fortunate for down you. Like we're, I keep forgetting uh, we're in Kentucky right now. That explains why you missed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this sounds like some real Kentucky activity. I I misjudged y'all. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Who's actually, the racist now, David? <laughs> uh, thank you for recognizing that. I was <laughs> I, I but, now understand your experience, and I just wanted you to know you guys have an ally. The, okay. the line between, like, janky Ohio and janky Kentucky is it's, so blurred. It's so blurred. It's not even a line. Northern Kentucky it's, is a better... Because we're stopped by a bridge? Come on, like... It's a mesh porch screen door. That's that's how thin the barrier is, all right? They, they make it across that bridge. Most of them take the walking bridge, but they do come across. Like, just... Yeah. The, See, I don't know who... Who you're talking about at this point? Because oh, I live exactly. on that side. You live on this side. You just said they. they who's okay. the mysterious they? My prime they example. Slash them. My who are they? right? Yeah. My prime example of they is my neighbor Red Dog, who is currently 20 feet away, and we <laughs> moved, we moved in, and he's like, "You can call me Red Dog," <laughs> and he's just the second generation Irish guy. I'm like, okay, you're kind of crazy, but you're cool. It, my then my dad, okay, well, first of all, he started out real racist after yep. talking to us for five seconds. He's uh-huh. like, yeah, that last mayor, there wasn't black in this town. And I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, wow. So fun to meet neighbors. Like 20 that feet away. And then my dad was like, yeah, uh, my first introduction to Red Dog was there was like a gunshot and the cops pulled up and apparently there was a homeless guy sleeping in his cellar and he like ran him up and the cops are like i i know next time call us and like don't open fire on a human being he's like well i'm gonna do what i do and he's like (laughs) are you classic red dog that is the most gangster thing i've ever heard in my life Told the cops, I'm gonna do what I do. <laughs> Red dog's gonna bark. We're gonna see what happens. 
<laughs> oh, and then one day I was like on speakerphone oh with my, my mom God. walking out the front door. And then I'm like, hey, what's up? And then she goes, oh, is that Mad Dog? Oh, Lord. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's Red Dog's cousin. If somebody named Red Dog introduces <laughs> himself as Red Dog, yeah. my immediate is going to be, always call him Red Dog because I don't want to know why. He, I don't want to find out why he's <laughs> right? called Red Dog. Right? So You don't want to hear Red Dog bark. You got it, Chief. That's also, all you. So good. Yeah. <laughs> He owns a Chihuahua, which is a real weird just facet of that. I don't know why it sticks out so much. You ever seen second? You ever seen Seven Psychopaths? Seven Psychopaths. I have it. I know what you're. Wait. It's pretty great. It's uh, got what Woody is- Harrelson, Colin Farrell, and basically this whole movie is about like uh, Woody, uh, Woody Harrelson is like the villain of the movie. Okay, and he basically burns everything down because someone like he's looking for his little dog. It's like reverse John Wick. What? Oh. Yeah, so it's like a, the whole gangster with the little dog thing is like, it's like maybe it's like calming. It's like you still see the good in me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the humanizing antihero. Exactly. Yeah, give, yeah, him yeah. A, give him a puppy, make the crowd like him. Exactly. So this whole so crazy Watch world. Watch like it's, it's a fantastic. You had movie. me at Woody. Okay. He's, oh, he's so good, dude. He's awesome. <laughs> an Ohio, an Ohio guy. Is he really? Yeah, man. Oh Wait, yeah. Like what? What part? He's not from he's, Dayton, is he? Nah, no. Okay, well. I'm, I don't know why I'm a little disappointed he's not. From That's Dayton? Weird. Yeah. I wish like, he was from Dayton. You wish he was from Dayton? I've yeah. never, like, I've been around, I've been a, I've been to Dayton adjacent. I've been to Dayton, like, once. So you, you know? saw they're, like, two tall buildings? They're two tall buildings. <laughs> yeah. Look at our street. <laughs> <laughs> it is exactly like that. <laughs> no wonder, like, it's either, like, with Dayton, it's so funny, it's like, one of those things, like you're either super excellent or look at our street because those are the only options you have. If it you is come from Dayton. It is you're a really in, cool street. Like, they have really one cool very street. cool street. <laughs> it's like either invent flying or you're gonna be so <laughs> mediocre. <laughs> oh, you have two options if you come from Dayton. <laughs> Pick wisely. <laughs> it's like they shrunk down Cincinnati because we've got the city, and then you step twenty feet outside of the city and they're like oh this is my worst kentucky nightmare yeah. but in ohio <laughs> you know what shouts out to dayton man a diving in the rough go gem yeah. city man for a diving in the rough for real i mean you know the, the 45 <laughs> feet of the oregon district that i like is great yeah that's amazing it's awesome from toxic brewing to willies i love it just make dayton all of that and dayton is so cool i think i know the secret we got to rip up them roads, put in them cobblestones, bro. The cobblestones. Redo the bricks yes. everywhere. That's the secret. That's Make the everybody secret. rumble. We just, we just fixed Dayton, guys. <laughs> <laughs> it is a different feel walking on cobblestone. It does. Like, you, feel, oh. you feel fancy. You feel yeah. regal. I should have a top hat and a scarf and exactly. be like buying the biggest turkey for poor people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's there's like a play, like patches in Cincinnati where there's like cobblestone next to a street that feels real stabby yeah. and it feels like two different worlds. <laughs> right? Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Cincinnati has pockets like that where it's just like this I'm, I it's like oh I forgot that. Yeah, it was like it's, it's a, a nook. It's, it's like a little nook from a time forgotten. Mm-hmm. We yeah. need to just bring all that shit back. Yeah, dude. It's like Finley Market where you're standing among like rich housewives and then you look over and you're like oh i remember the yeah, city this is the real Cincinnati. i can hear it What's it's up? 20 feet away it and is. it's singing like spiritual hymns aggressively oh yeah <laughs> do you yeah. ever run into that particular guy no there's just one homeless guy and he's like aggressively singing gospel hymns 
in his wheelchair. What do you mean by aggressive? I'm going to need some. Like, like, he'll look at you. No, no, no. no. You've got to give us an example, buddy. Give us a good word. Brother's just preaching the good word, man. (laughs) He's just preaching the good word. Just doing what he does, man. I'm, I'm with it. <laughs> I just can't imagine. In the words like, of Red Dog, I'm going to do what I do. Like, what is aggressively singing him? Yeah, me? what is aggressively singing? Oh, okay. It's out of key. Okay. Boisterous and staring right at you and daring you not to give him money. Oh. That's it. All right. He's getting yeah. in your head. And then it. I haven't ever given him money, but if you do, like he'll nod and like next person and just lock right on <laughs> you and be like, "Yeah, he's gonna, he's gonna get you one day. He's gonna start hitting some some Kirk Franklin, and then yeah. <laughs> and then boom, he's got you. He's gonna do yeah. what Zach Wyckoff couldn't. He's gonna get you to, <laughs> to come to the Lord. <laughs> the Cincinnati scene is Zach Wyckoff's law. Flock. <laughs> I was I was thinking about doing the podcast today. <laughs> I, I was thinking about doing the podcast, and I'm like, you know, we've got some real power couples in like comedy. Like, oh, we really do. Tom Segura and what's her name, and Michael Fox. <laughs> Jesus. Fuck! You can't. And Micah Fox and what's his name? <laughs> and then I think my favorite though is David Chimisaro and Zach Wyckoff. Oh <laughs> man, thank you. They really went in space in my heart. Oh, you know, obviously your favorite because you know yeah. both of their names. Yeah. <laughs> and that was not a small task. That, that was, was not <laughs> a small task. You know, even learned the right pronunciation of my last name, which is a feat for some people. I I think you did a show one time and I was talking about you on this show yeah. and I'm like I'm Luke Fagenbush which is a rough name but then I was at the bar and the bartender was like hey w- what's his tab do you know his name I'm like David um you're gonna have to ask him, man. <laughs> you mean David. all of my high school experience? <laughs> Where someone is just like, yeah, you know what, man, David. It's like uh, I just there, there were probably multiple Davids. I just became David because everyone just yeah. gave up. They're yeah, like, you were you know, the I David. was the David. You know what? That's that's the key to having a strong brand is just have the most hard to pronounce, easy to pronounce last name. <laughs> <laughs> it it is cool to have a like oh, strong comedy friendship and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and a cool name. And a That's cool, name. cool but <laughs> between the two, I'd take the name. But Zach Wyckoff's yeah. okay. So <laughs> yeah, what's I think the thing that happened with me and Zach's friendship, as far as like with comedy, and it's kind of like how I got started, was like uh, we were friends before comedy, and yeah. it was like the first time he went up. I the reason I went up at Go Bananas went up the first time that we. The first time he did comedy was the first time I went up. And it was literally just because he was like, I want to do comedy. And I was like, all right, cool. Like, I'll be there. I'll show up. And I was like, if you go up, I'll go up just because there's a way of just like showing support for yeah. my friend. And then yeah, over time, it was just like a thing of just like, this was just a way for us to be friends was just to constantly be in the same space. So like, that's awesome. Yeah. It was like literally we've always just been friends first. And then comedy came second. And then comedy just started to grow because we were always just friends the entire yeah. time. Like yeah. it's been, it's, and that's the fun part about it. It's like, we, like I, I like when he said, when he tells me to try something, it's not, it's not like a weird thing of just like, Oh, you should do. It's just like, Oh, he's my friend and he's got a really great suggestion and I trust his taste in comedy. Right. And yeah. likewise, because 
again, it's always friend. If when I bomb yeah. and he kills, when he kills and I bomb, it's like a thing of just like, oh man, like it's not like a weird competition thing. It's just like, all right, you get him next time. He's like, boom, 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 boom. A, right. tr- a true friend is somebody you can you can tell them that they suck. That's yeah. that's a good test. Oh, straight up, yeah, yeah, for sure. And and them and and how you can make an entire podcast about yeah. how they suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because like friends. <laughs> oh, Luke, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, it's like that thing. Like your best friend in the world is at one point the guy that you're like, you know what? We're not gonna talk right now. <laughs> you're being real white right now, and <laughs> just a random general example. You're being real white right now. <laughs> and I don't know if I can deal with that right now. So I'm going to let you white it out. And then I'm going to be back in like 15 minutes. Cool. Right. Cool. right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. What, what's the timeline like? Like how long have you guys known each other? And then like how long until you, you guys started comedy? Uh, So we... We had always kind of just like exist in the same circle of just like the Christian adjacent circle, particularly like Young Life. And yeah. like, so I was part of that circle, but adjacently. And then when I started leading, me and him, we all lived in like the same Young Life house or whatever. And me and him, because it was like 10 dudes living in one house. I me and him ate some of like, their pancakes in oh, college. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, pretty solid. Yeah. Why didn't you stick around? Come on. Uh, oh, of, I did. Of us. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy the shirt. I ate the free pancakes. <laughs> but that, like, so me and Zach, like, because uh, it was this giant, like, like 10 dudes living in one house. Me and Zach became roommates, like, immediately. This is, like, maybe, like, 2014. And oh, okay. uh, me and Zach became roommates. And it was just, like, we are really similar. Like, weirdly enough, me and Zach look like very opposite people. Yeah. But part of our background is pretty similar. Former chubby kids were in the band. Uh, parents were musicians in the church, all that stuff. So we had like similar experiences wow. in different contexts. So it just became like, oh, weirdly you've lived the same life i've lived so we could just joke about it all the time the so stepbrothers know, moments right? did it we was, just become we literally best had friends? a moment where we were yeah. just like did we just become <laughs> best friends so it was like we became almost immediately best friends and then um so that's tw- like december like i moved into that house like august of 2014 march of 2015 that's when zach was like all right i think i want to start comedy so it was pretty kind of like relatively quickly after we became friends we just started doing comedy so so that's been like the bulk of your guys's relationship it's stand-up comedy yeah that's dope it's like yeah. a it's like a foundation piece and it's also yeah. like a thing of like we both have like a similar vision as far as like whether we're, where we're trying to go with it and even though it's like in different lanes and different paths yeah. we have a yeah. similar vision of where we're trying to go with it and like no matter what moves he makes going forward in the future and what moves I make going on in the future, we're still like, oh yeah, we're partners in this thing that we're doing. Yeah. So it's always going to kind of be there. And like so many things and just like an awesome friendship has like blossomed out of that where it's like, dude, this is so much fun. So yeah. Y'all are going to make some dope shit. Oh, thanks, like, man. That's, that's, that's my takeaway from that. Because, like, it's not going to stop, regardless Never. as to what the end result is. Yeah. You guys are going to make some very dope shit along exactly. the way. And it's like, because he's, like, my best friend, I want to see him do all of the stuff that he wants to do. Yeah. Like, the kid's got some really big dreams. And sometimes, like, I mean, as, like, a person that, like, 
just the idea of like telling the world the stuff that you want to do can be very, very like difficult. Yeah. And because I mean, as someone who likes to dream big, the moment you like try like tell people you want to do something, they're like, but why do you think you can do it? And it's like, you all have gone through it with comedy. It's like people are just like, oh, so you think you can do comedy? And then people show up. And it's like, oh, He's good at it. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? <laughs> I'm always Shockingly, happy to see that, but yeah. a little bit like I I've been trying though. Like, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I work really hard, guys. I've been trying so hard. <laughs> why, why, why don't you like me? Why don't you like me? Okay. The the, the frat so guy hard. breaks the stereotype of being super funny but going up and can't do comedy. He's like, yeah. oh, he's fucking great at it, and he's funny and has friends. That's yeah. nice. Oh, That's nice. very good, nice for him. Good for you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Love that for you (laughs) so like i'm I'm excited for whatever like the stuff that he's like talked about wanting to do yeah just to see him actually do it and like and and because he's already done he's already done it many a times before and he's just getting better and better and better so i'm like yeah dude hell yeah let's make some stuff together yeah you both have like extremely like positive vibes and pretty like witty well-written jokes but then you also bring your background and experience into it so like same band different instruments like it it meshes what are your goals though like what do you want to get out of all of this um particularly with comedy or all of it because there's like we'll start with the smaller one we'll start with comedy (laughs) (laughs) if there's time we'll get to the big question yeah uh i think for me particularly with comedy it was never really a part of like the plan because again it started with me just wanting to hang out with my best friend. So yeah, uh, just by in the process of like, it's it's really cool like that people find me funny. So I'm just like, oh, sweet. <laughs> I've never really super had an end goal in mind. I just want to, I think I just want to be funny. And I want yeah. to be able to just like, be around funny people and also help people become funnier. If that, if somebody thinks I'm funny and if there's something that I can offer that like gets you to experience what it's like or whatever it is, the thing that you see in me that you'd like to replicate or emulate, I take that as a giant compliment. So here you go. Here you go. Here's the sauce. Here's the secret. Whatever. Go for it. I yeah. hope it works out for you. And we'll see how it goes. Mm. And it's as simple as that where it's just like, mm-hmm. I'm a really big fan of community. So yeah. I'd probably say in the immediate goal, and that's probably the goal that I care most about, particularly with comedy, is like, I want to to see the scene become the biggest, or not the biggest, but the best version of what it could be. As far as like, I think we have a really, really, really strong scene in Cincinnati, and it sucks to see like, excuse me, uh, people just like having to feel like the only way to leave or the only way to be able to do this for real is to leave and go elsewhere. Yeah. And it's like, I think this is, I think we have a strong enough scene where <clears throat> people can build a life or pay some bills, like some bills doing this thing. And we best do that just by having like a really, really strong scene. And that's why I love like just the Blakes and the Lees and like it and the Jeffs and all those and the, the yeah. Kellys, all the people that like, just do this and make this ground better and more fertile for more comics and the Waynes. Okay, and, and and all the people that really just play a part in like 
putting this thing together where we can come, we can be funny, and we can actually just be really nice to each other at the exact same time. Like, it's possible. So that's the thing that I really want to do. It's, it's so cool to see you list names and then be like, and you left out, like, so many people. Like, it's... it's There's so many people. Just booking a show, network. it's hard to be like, oh, I forgot that guy? <laughs> and he's, like, right. one of the best exactly. comics in the city. <laughs> exactly. That's, that's we, the beautiful thing. It's like... Um, I remember like me and Zach were doing like our, we're, like we are late night revelations. So, and then another comic was like, Hey, I'm, I'm doing another show that the, I'm doing a show at the same time. Hope that's not a big deal. I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Right. Yeah. That means we have comedy happening in a bunch of different places. It's not a competition. It's literally like, yo, that means there's enough of a lineup, a strong enough lineup in Cincinnati where two different shows can happen right. and people show up. And that's how we get to continue to do this thing is if more of these things start happening. So I don't need to have the biggest show or whatever or take your crowd to have my crowd or whatever. It's like, no, there's enough of the thing happening everywhere where everybody can have fun and do this, which is super cool. We'll have the odd Saturday night where there's like four shows at the exact same time. And then I hear about the other shows is like every single one was sold out. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. You're not taking away from anybody. You're not taking away (laughs) from anybody. You're building a Mecca. Yeah. That's what you're doing. That's what you're doing. And that's why that's so, if it's like, Going back to the idea of goals, I don't really necessarily have like a goal of like, all right, I got to do a Netflix special or I got to do late night. If I get to do those things or if I progress far enough in this thing to be able to do that, cool. The immediate stuff is I want to be funny. I want to continue to get funnier and I want to help my friends become funnier. That's all. That And that those are my goals. That's awesome. All right. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I might steal a few of those for Do my it. New Year's resolution. <laughs> those are, yeah, those are amazing. Uh, okay, now let's branch it out to the bigger question. Like, what's your what's your end game for everything? My end game for everything is to take over the world. <laughs> oh shit! Okay, I'm just kidding. Uh, but not though. Uh, <laughs> it was real positive, and like I felt good. Like, like I'd let you. I don't know. <laughs> Anyone else feels like I want want everyone to be better, but I do want a giant golden statue of my face to be the headquarters of the world. (laughs) Here lies Ozymandias. Look upon my great works and tremble. Uh, King of kings. King of kings. I, I, I respect that you changed your name to make it easier. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> nah, I'd say like uh, my end goal with it is because film was pri- primarily my first love. Oh, okay. Um, so I uh, made a short yes, film. Yes, I did want to talk about that. Yeah. I was I was rushing to look up your stuff before you walked through the door, and you were literally fumbling with the gate as I was watching the trailer for your movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think it was it, Ride. Was that the title? Uh, no, that's uh, that's the right. That was the one before that. Okay, one, okay. Before the newest one, which is called Our Baby Knows. So I've made a couple of short films. And Holy smokes! Yeah. Uh, the, this this newest one uh, I released in like July, but like just kind of like on social media quietly, and then uh, kind of like hoping to do the festival run with it. Um, just kind of like right now in in the process of waiting to hear back from a couple, which is really really cool. Nice. Um, but yeah, film was like my first. Music really was my first love, and uh, film was kind of like the one that I was just like, I want to do that one. And then I've just gotten to like do a bunch of different stuff in the meantime. Right. Um, I don't know, man. It's like. 
I want to see just good art everywhere. That's literally my goal is just to see really, really good art everywhere because for me personally, it's like just what art can do for a person is incredible. Like it's, I think it's this, I, I like to mix my spirituality with art because I think there's a, a very healing thing um, about it. And like when, when there's like a presence of just like really good art around places, like you see just how communities are transformed just because it brings people in a way to be able to express whatever is going on in a healthy, in a healthy outlet. Like even though it like, even though there are vices surrounding the outlet, it is still a very healthy way to be able to express whatever is going on inside. And what you kind of, what I've also found with like being around a lot of artists is like, a lot of the stuff comes cause, comes from places where people are like really hurting inside, yeah. and they needed to mm-hmm. express that in a way. And now they're expressing it in, with people that are also kind of going through a similar thing. And then like they found an outlet. So being able to see that placed in a bunch of different places, no matter its medium, no matter its form, that's kind of the big goal. It's just to like. And not just my art, because I don't want to be the only guy producing everything. That sounds exhausting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to right. sleep. It's like, it's oh, just. Oh, sleep is good. Yeah. Right? Turns out. Uh, <laughs> I very much enjoy sleep. It's so awesome. I avoid it, but when I do it, oh my gosh, I'm like, this is the best. And uh, but I think. So yeah, that's, that's kind of the, the, without ramp going too long on a ramble, that's kind of the end goal. But that, I like that. That's a great sentiment of like having a voice expressed for you and really feeling it in the moment where you're like, that was something I was feeling. I didn't know I was feeling it and I didn't even know it was being quiet. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And all of a sudden someone puts something up on a screen and you have a new part of your identity. Yeah, dude. Or, yeah. Right. So many people attach, like make a new identity off of the thing that they just heard or just right. watched. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane, dude. Especially when... So many Ted Lasso <laughs> Halloween costumes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Did I call Everyone. you out? I, I, I know I called Zach Wyckoff out. That was 100% him. I know who told Zach Wyckoff to watch Ted Lasso? Yes. <laughs> David Chimisaro, baby. There you go. <laughs> I, felt, I felt so corny, like, even thanking you this when you were saying it, but I'm like, that made me feel something good and wholesome that I, I was I'm so I'm gonna be straight up it's honest. not high art probably it's but not, it is though but it is though because in 2020 I was just like you know what I'm done with white people and Ted Lasso came out and I was like maybe not <laughs> it, it is like sometimes too sweet. It's too sweet and Zap too wholesome. Like yes, <laughs> but where else do you get that? Oh goddamn! You can just be a good person, you can can't so, you? You can just be nice. <laughs> like it's not like a whole crazy three episode arc to forgive someone. It's just immediately. Yeah, and it it does get like gritty and edgy with like. Yeah. But you don't have to like shoot a baby exactly, and then have dude. your hands covered with blood and be addicted to heroin. Yeah. 
yeah and it's just a good wholesome like it's like oh man mr rogers there's a reason why that guy was sometimes you're sad because of your relationship and that's all right and then, uh, <laughs> you're like oh god did you start weeping <laughs> but yeah oh so many people form identity off of just the things that they see and like man it's Especially after what happened last year and all the stuff that happened last year, we saw the yeah. ugliest versions of humanity. Yeah. And it's like, fam, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. What are we doing here? And if there's a way to be able to just kind of show people, like, kind of like show and tell that there is something that is a better version. Like, this does not have to result in everyone hitting the nuclear button all the time. And I think art is just a really great way to be able to, like, visually show that even if it feels like make-believe. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it feels like make-believe at the moment, you're showing people, oh, no, there's a better way to do this. And now, I bet you all those guys that are wearing Ted Lasso costumes are going to probably try to act like Ted Lasso a little bit more. And we need a a few more of those guys around. Right. That would be good. That would be If I ran into someone at uh, whatever, what street, the gas station that you saw someone told. Bro! I would have run into a Ted Lasso, not a bend in half, getting (laughs) hit by a car. (laughs) It's like, yeah, dude. uh, I don't want to. Yeah, I would like a Ted Lasso. (laughs) Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. Oh, God. So, fun fact, I have no idea who or what Ted Lasso is, and this whole conversation's been real fun for me. Oh, dude. Because yeah. whatever it is, I want a piece. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a cult. One of us. One of us. <laughs> From young life to Ted Lasso. <laughs> Honestly, not a long walk, but... <laughs> I am indoctrinated. What's up? <laughs> Speaking of identity and Ted Lasso, actually, yeah. uh, one of the stories in Ted Lasso and one of the stories you tell in your comedy is about being an African immigrant. Yeah. It, does that come across right? Does that sound like I'm saying no. you immigrated to Africa? Like, Africa? I'm an African immigrant. So like, okay, if yeah. I was an African immigrant, so people don't know there's a thing of like the difference between immigration and emigration. Immigration, like you, I'm an immigrant to here, but I'm an immigrant from africa oh okay that makes so much more sense yeah Yeah. so it's like there's literally like yeah african education is actually really dope like they taught us all clearly (laughs) (laughs) everyone i bet is real Wakanda is super real. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yes i'm an african immigrant and that is like a thing that at what age was that 12 Okay, really? so that's okay. pretty significant part of your life and a yeah. significant point in your life. Yeah, dude. I was just discovering what girls were, and I was like, <laughs> hell yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and my parents were like, enough of that. <laughs> <laughs> they have them over here, too. I don't know if you do. <laughs> we'll just take him where he knows no one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh man, what were the circumstances like? Why, why the move? Oh uh, yeah, just because. Um, so where I'm from in Zimbabwe, uh, like just things had just gotten really, really crazy as far as like politically and like a lot of just like um, unrest, which is uh, unrest and just kind of my parents were seeing like, particularly like my I say my dad just has a really good eye for like like through lines, and he was just like I have a feeling like at this moment in time, this might not be the best time to be here. And, j- yeah. and that was just like a growing sentiment. Um, 
so there was like a really big diaspora from Zimbabwe. So like a few million people like so there's Zimbabweans just kind of like scattered all over um, the earth. And like my so when I when people ask me where my family is, it's just like I've got family literally all over the globe oh, because wow. that's just like how that all worked out. Um, but my parents were just like as far as like at this point uh, point in time, let's there's more opportunity in America. And because uh Fun thing that people don't realize: Harare, which is my hometown, um, and Cincinnati were sister cities. So, what? yeah. Oh, we so got there was so like many sister cities. So, like, no there were, yeah, there were sister cities. So, like, um, there was a pre- like there was basically even like through the church that my parents, uh, like my family's church, yeah, uh, like there were like some like Cincinnati-based people that would just come and visit. So we had relationships and friendships ah. there. So when they were deciding for us to move, they're like, let's just go somewhere where we do actually know some people. So uh, that's how the boy ended up in Cincinnati. Holy cow, dude. So did you see like actual effects of political unrest like while you were there? Or was it oh, just yeah. like tremors? And- okay. It was everywhere. It was like a weird thing of just like, there is definitely like, what people don't understand about Africa is like, kind of not not kind of similarly like what a wealth the wealth gap that is here yeah it's almost kind of the same back home as well but it's just like on different scales so it's what you noticed was just the bottom seemed to get lower and lower yeah and the the ceiling was getting higher and higher but there's also a decent chunk of the portion of the population that lives in this kind of like middle ground of just like there's suburbs like like all that stuff exists um so we just saw it happen on where that what this gap was starting to like really get wider and that's the same thing that's happening over here so was your family like middle class or yeah okay like let's say we're a lot more on the upper middle class side cool Mm. But like my family's, my also also like my immediate family was um, more upper middle class. Uh, my parents, like, and that's one of the cooler things about my parents' stories. Like they came from like quite literally African nothing to upper middle class. That's cool. And just because of like, so they've seen it all. And we've got family that like has that that is that has lived all of that, and people that I'm like really close to and love um, that have lived on all sides of what you call like or an, an economic scale but the cool thing is like they're still my family no matter how much money or money they don't have because they're still amazing people that love to laugh that have amazing taste in music all the like like love movies all that stuff <laughs> right. all the things yeah. that you're just like oh that makes you a really cool dude yeah like they still have that and that's like an aspect that people don't quite see or isn't shown about where i'm from um, particularly in just like your TV screens of just like people don't really see that like oh like some really smart super cool people right from around here yeah. and it's just our our situations and circumstances just look a little different yeah I think it's like an American thing where just because we have so much media that is America mm-hmm. anytime we imagine another country we're like they can't have what we have over here. Right. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it has to be a different world. I, like, I picture yeah. the Indiana Jones, India, and then I yeah. see something where it's actually in India, and it's like, oh, they have a whole city, and there wasn't, like, one elephant in the city. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Like, it's funny. Like, I had family, like, in Africa, like, uh, last year just being like, yo, yo, y'all good over there? Like, yeah. <laughs> 
have a spare bedroom. You can come back. Holy shit. Man. What what a strange world we live in. <laughs> right? I had a family Holy member God. literally like we got on a Zoom call and he was like, man, I'm just really concerned. Where <laughs> <laughs> you still have your bed. <laughs> Oh God! How did your how did your parents go from nothing to like upper middle class? Like, what was that path like? Um, they're both insanely smart people. Clearly, because I mean, uh, you're a, yeah. you're a wicked snappy yeah. dude. Yeah, they're they're sm- insanely smart. Really, like just driven. Um, my dad was uh was is like very much. Oh, good. Like, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I thought we were gonna have a whole different. Talk. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, just kind of like a really creative guy who understood. Like, he just. Again, he understood and saw through lines, and my mom just has like an insane resolve. So, like them paired up was just yeah. like a recipe for like because even though my dad is just like a very big personality, super handsome guy, all that, my mom has always just been like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> so, yep. so my dad she's just like alright whatever <laughs> their, their relationship vibe in one syllable <laughs> cool <laughs> so like, like it's that. just like a thing of this like my, my dad um, knows like where to go and my mom is just like and here's how we get there so cool. them yeah. just kind of like yeah. paired up with like his so my dad was an airplane uh, maintenance tech for Air Zimbabwe. So basically, That's like cool, my dad was an airplane mechanic. Yeah. <laughs> so now I mean what? he's ba- like he's back yeah. here right now and he's planning to go back home soon. My mom's following suit, and then basically like basically it was fixing planes, and my mom uh, was uh, worked in the hospital uh, as like an electrician or like uh, she basically fixed all the equipment. So my parents are very technical people. Yeah. And yeah. so they that that was just like their dynamic of just like. My dad challenges my mom to be more creative, and my dad, my mom, my mom challenges my dad to be more realistic. So it's just like a thing of just like yeah. this thing where it was a wi- it's it's a winning it's a, it's a winning yeah. strategy. Yeah. Both sides of the brain, both <laughs> literally left brain and right. Brain. That's awesome, yeah. man! Like the 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 kind of the kind of like pairings that create a new person fascinate me. That's mm-hmm. why I always ask so many questions about. Yeah, no, no, dude, I love it. I love it, and and like. Your your story is wicked interesting. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. Yeah, I'm just I like, like it. it's my story. I'm just chilling. <laughs> I think if we went back through like your goals and stuff, you could see that side of creative expression with pragmatism, like yeah. both of it all the way through. Oh, yeah. Thanks for explaining yeah, my thank dumb you. thing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just over here like, I love your story. It looks like we're doing a podcast. You have to say more than <laughs> Say words, dog. <laughs> Left brain, right brain. <laughs> if if the amount of times we switch that, and the amount of times where we double up one side of the brain, <laughs> there was no right brain on this podcast. <laughs> oh man. That's Holy hilarious. Shit. Oh, I keep uh, I keep forgetting. Sometimes whenever we have someone that makes me laugh this much, I'm like, oh yeah, I have to keep track of time. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Vibing, dude. Yeah. Just chilling. Okay, but we do have like one box that we have to tick before yes, we please. get you out of here. Please. Uh, wait, what's your bombing story, dog? My what? Oh, I'll talk clearer since people are listening. I didn't <laughs> tell him about the podcast at all, by the way. Oh! <laughs> I have no idea. I just showed up. Oh! That's kind of like how That's I operate sometimes. Better. I just show up. And I'm yeah. just like, 
cool. Let's it do this. Worked out for you so far. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I was like, all right, we're here now. And uh, uh, ostensibly, uh, our podcast is about bombing. Oh, sick. So yeah. when I don't know if we went over you fucking up at all. It's been pretty sunny. Like, <laughs> oh no, no, no! Oh, my hardest bomb story, aka my favorite story. Let's oh, oh my god. Uh, it, it was also I learned a very big lesson that day. It's usually how it works. How it works. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't ask you something because oh, you're like, God. oh, I have a perfect thing in my oh, pocket. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my friends uh, used to throw this thing called Project Homegrown, and it was like a really super cool house party. Uh, shout out to my buddy Sankan and Greg. Like it was honestly the, the coolest thing, and they'd have just like music there, and people would just vibe in, and it was awesome. So I'm fresh off the heels of winning funniest person in Cincinnati. Yeah. And the ego's like, oh, hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, oh, I'm, I wasn't even supposed to do time there. <laughs> you were like, yo, I got a plaque now. Give was, me the mic. I you're just, just carrying like, the trophy with you. I was <laughs> just, uh, 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 every oh, Drake God. song. Just, yeah, baby, what's good? <laughs> they cannot handle me. What's up? So my boy Sankan's like, all right, kiss me. And I'm like getting up there. And it's like a room full of people, maybe like 60 people and this living room tight, like basically the perfect setting for a comedy club. And I eat it so hard. <laughs> From the first joke, it just, oh, nothing. <laughs> And I'm like, so, wait, did you ask for time or were they like, hey, you got a oh, trophy no. with you? Go I, on I, 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 I basically just walked to my friend. And I was like, yo, I'm feeling it tonight. I literally remember <laughs> oh, saying, oh, oh, oh my God, you arrogant piece of shit. Like I was so arrogant with it. So I was just like, yeah, I'm feeling it tonight. And, <laughs> and I just won this contest. I just won this contest. Uh and I'm like, I get up there. I'm just like, they're like, yeah, fun new addition to the night. We're going to do some comedy. And I get up there. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Throw a joke out. <laughs> you can't disguise how hard of a bomb that was. And it was like, immediately it became like an out of body experience where I'm oh, watching wow. myself bomb. Yep. <laughs> At one point there was a girl that I was talking to and I see her just like, Walk no. away. It was like I'm watching Walk all this out of the room and out of your life. I don't, <laughs> never saw her again. All of it is happening to the point where I start having fun on stage. Like I'm laughing and I'm like Good. I'm laughing at myself, but Hell still yeah. No one is laughing with me. <laughs> I am just learning exactly what ego does to a person. And then I get off and man's like and one of my friends is like, "Hey man, listen." And then just goes away. <laughs> and then it was like, <laughs> I already listened to silence for like 10 minutes. Why would you tell me to listen to more? <laughs> and, and that is the hardest bomb. It was so bad, dude. It was uh, it was amazing. How long were you up there? Huh? How long were you up there? For too long. <laughs> 
for far too long, dog. <laughs> <laughs> How am I? I mean, did you stay for the like remainder of the party? Oh yeah, no. Nah, okay. I was All like, right. nah, it's like, no, 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 no. It was like, look at what you've done. Like, it was like, no, <laughs> face the consequences. <laughs> was the show just like right back on track? Oh, they just picked up like I like they oh. just like let's forget that ever happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone wash your brains. Wash your brains. <laughs> There's let's silver not. linings where if a show fails after you it can be like did i bomb the show but it can also be like well they aren't succeeding either so that's a nice <laughs> and i wonder whose fault it is <laughs> but i can s- yeah you yeah. you seem like you fail good like you're like i'm taking this lesson immediately i'm putting it the right way and yeah. i'm not gonna make it anyone else's problem off stage no <laughs> why would why would i that's like it's like a, again it's the ego thing of just like it must be someone else's fault. Sometimes it is your fault. Yeah. Not all the time, but sometimes it Maybe is. Maybe even most of the Maybe time. Maybe even most of the time. <laughs> Arguably. So if you can just get out of yourself for a hot second and say, even if it wasn't my fault, what part did I play in this? And then right. what part did I play in this? What did I do that allowed this thing to happen? And how do I make sure I don't, I don't do that again? Or at least yeah. try to do that less and less and less. Or like remove one aspect of the thing that I'm doing that's making me operate this way. And then, again, not see someone else as like, and you're the reason I bombed. I can be, I could have been like, nah, man, Sankan didn't give me a big enough applause when I got it. It's like, no, that's your ego just saying, no, he had a great show going. And then you decided that you were... <laughs> Yeah, just gonna. You know what I mean. I honestly <laughs> thought you were gonna say that he didn't give you a big enough microphone. <laughs> I was like, nah, I've never thought of that before. Like, that's a new one for me. Yeah, she's for kicks. The next time I bomb, I'm gonna go up to the showrunner and be like, "Dude, that microphone was so small. How, what, what did you expect me to do with that? <laughs> My hands looked enormous. I <laughs> definitely have done a show where it was the microphone's fault. Yeah, oh, yeah, we've all been oh, we've, yeah. We've all. Thing is, it was like one of those like old. Old timey like boxing microphones, and I'm like, I like was having the silver cage, the silver type? cage joint, what? and I'm like, why am I doing comedy holding this thing? That's right so now? weird. I've like, always wanted to do awesome. that though. It, it looks cool. Awesome it's like it feels like I'm about to make out with it, but like, <laughs> <laughs> but I just needed time to adjust. This is weird. I needed to like learn what my movement's gonna right? be with it instead of just like. Ah, it you throws know? you off because it throws I mean, you off, dude. With like the standard like sticky type stage mics, like you know what you, you know how it goes in your hand, you know how close it's supposed to be to your face. Yeah, that, that. thing you basically it's a rock in your fist. <laughs> <laughs> but you're just talking into like a walkie-talkie. <laughs> I don't know if that would be fun at all. Yeah, <laughs> and you want to do that, Luke? Why? <laughs> it looks so cool. It's on like half of show posters and like here's a microphone that we won't be using and to actually have that one time i mean maybe if you leave it 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 was too nice (laughs) (laughs) it's like what is this it's too nice (laughs) what am i a rockefeller what is going on (laughs) it's it's the same as going to an 80s party and dressing like it's the 80s like it's like oh this is kind of cool Oh my god! I've always wanted one of those microphones, but just to have on my desk as like a mounted yeah. piece. Just like yeah, that's that's just there. to say good morning Vietnam into. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> Imagine if this kid that did the school announcements had that <laughs> microphone. <laughs> oh my! School announcements would be epic. Like, and now <laughs> he, he sounds like he just got facial hair <laughs> in that moment. <laughs> <laughs> the confidence is just. <laughs> he has Lauren Hutton's voice now. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, bro! It was uh, it's so funny was I remember the moment my like voice dropped because I used to have really yeah dude like the day I remember the day it happened because I used to have a very very high-pitched voice like people I was very high I used to have a very high-pitched voice and I was like really short and chubby so sometimes people thought I was a girl like that was a real ass that was when I was like 13 okay yeah people (laughs) thought I was a girl because I was just like very small and tiny and then I like I was sort of kind of like a late bloomer so around like 15 so like imagine high school with that yeah oh damn so it was like around yeah. 14 15 yes i think it was around 14 uh i was like talking to some friends and like one of the cooler guys like uh, this guy named thomas raleigh he was a, one of the cooler senior dudes like he was like actually like royalty in Phoenixtown, but he was like super nice and dude would just like be like oh it's my little bro and like dude was like mad cool about it and like just super cool so one time i was like talking or after like i'd been hanging out with some friends earlier while i'm around him and some of his friends and my voice is just like real low and he was like like basically <laughs> he gave me the sense like yeah your balls just dropped kid <laughs> and i was like and nothing was the same <laughs> i don't think my voice dropped till after i smoked for two years <laughs> <laughs> that is the way to fast track yeah you know? <laughs> and that was like uh 2020 <laughs> like have you noticed how much lower dave Chappelle's voice has gotten since yeah. like the Chappelle show it's like yes and he was Holy a full on adult male when he was making Chappelle show yeah and then it's just like no it's like <laughs> yeah, he went from tenor to baritone like yeah. real hard like real answers. hard yeah I it's got crazy. some more things I won't say about trans people <laughs> <laughs> <Did he> say <laughs> trains <laughs> yes yes he did everyone he said what trains if the, <laughs> what if the closer was just about trains <laughs> <laughs> you just mispronounce it and I don't like how trans people need so much coal <laughs> <laughs> we just all misunderstood this man is just angry about trains <laughs> And why people always fighting on top of you? (laughs) Is Is it okay to do that Dave Chappelle voice? I felt a little uncomfortable. I'll allow it. Okay. As the sole representative of the black community and, in this room. Uh, <laughs> I, by the way, I did not look at you when I was asking that. I, was, I looked over to Lauren. I don't know why. <laughs> Again, I thought you were going to say that you looked at Biggie for confirmation. <laughs> Biggie, my, Nick Noble's dog, has been sleeping here. <laughs> Biggie paws. Oh, man. <laughs> <sighs> I'm so sorry for your chair. I peed a little. Uh, (laughs) There's a reason I crossed my legs like this. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Dude, Dave, this was this has been a blast. Man. Oh, dude, this like, has been so much fun, guys. Thank you for having me. Oh, this yeah. is awesome. 
I was having a terrible day, and this was like, oh man, I feel like Bitcoin. I went up thirty percent today. Like, but, awesome. I'm glad you made it after I'm we like canceled it, and couldn't do it three or four different times. Dude, been super here's good. The thing, though, I'm glad that all those times we canceled because if it wasn't the same as this. Right, you know, yeah. right. If it wasn't the same as this, then it would not have been worth it. This is so much fun. Believe, yeah. <laughs> believe. <laughs> in, the, in the words of Carl's faith, believe <laughs> in faith. <laughs> do, do, I think the whole show has been words of wisdom, but sometimes we close it out with that. The Carl's those faith are story. <laughs> <laughs> If Carl Spieth did Ted Lasso, it would be killing a baby, getting addicted to heroin. It would be the wire. <laughs> it would be from. It would go from Apple to HBO in six seconds. <laughs> oh my god! Wait, is that where Ted Lasso is? is no, it's on yeah. Apple. That's it's why on- it's wholesome. Oh, yeah. that also explains why I didn't know what it was. Yeah, I you can go. use Muhammad Patel's Apple and my house to watch it. Oh, like, you want to yeah. spout that off on the show? With yeah, you? for sure. Yeah. It's in Patel. It. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, thank you so much for coming, man. This oh, has my been God. A blast. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, this has been so much fun. I want to thank Ted Lasso for changing your opinion about white people of so course. that you could yeah. be here. People yep. need to be told to watch <laughs> Ted Lasso again. That's the valuable service we're doing to people <laughs> apple's like free marketing hell yeah <laughs> thank you <laughs> thanks for listening everybody thanks, thanks guys